You can't know what you like unless you taste it, right? Also, did you know we can develop our taste buds? I mean, we're not still eating baby food, are we? A good story takes us on a journey. It reminds us of where we've been and shows us where we could go. A good story makes us feel and inspires us to act. Welcome to the Good Story Podcast, where everyday stories that make you laugh, cry, or feel slightly uncomfortable will leave you inspired as Kirsten King tells true stories and teaches truth. Before we begin our story today, I'd like to start with a quick little science lesson. We're going to talk taste for a bit. When we think of taste, we immediately think of our taste buds, right? Do you ever wonder how many taste buds you have? Well, the average person has roughly 10,000 of them. And even though every cell in the body regenerates every seven to 10 years, the taste buds are actually replaced every two weeks or so. Crazy. I mean, they're not like replaced in a way where one week you love chocolate and the next week you can't stand it because there's more factors than our taste buds that determine how we perceive taste. Like, how is it presented? How does it smell? Have you ever smelled Parmesan cheese? Ew. But do I want freshly grated Parmesan cheese on my pasta? Yes, please. Sometimes we don't like things because of its texture. I'm not a fan of tapioca pudding for that reason. Sometimes who you're eating with affects how you're liking your food. Or perhaps you've had happy memories of a certain meal and eating it brings those memories back. That's how I feel when I make my mom's chili in the fall. It reminds me of Sunday afternoons playing football in the backyard with my dad, learning pass plays for our games. Okay, you go button hook right or cut left, and now we're going to do the old Statue of Liberty play. I remember coming inside to the smell of ground beef and onions browning in my mom's square electric frying pan. Our youngest son used to love that smell too. He said, this should be a candle. I mean, maybe it's not exactly candle material, but it was a wonderful smell when I knew it was gonna be followed up by enjoying a big bowl of chili surrounded by little circle-shaped Tostitos topped with a little shredded cheese and a dollop of sour cream. Some foods seem not great to us because they're unfamiliar. I remember when I was in Uganda and I had fish head soup. I thought the soup was delicious. I knew it was a delicacy, so I enjoyed even the meat I could glean from the fish head that was literally looking up at me from my bowl. What I couldn't do was suck the eye right out of it. My host told me it was delicious. They said the eye is salty and good. They said the eye is a delicacy. I said I had no doubt about any of those things and that I had enjoyed absolutely everything else that I had eaten, but if they didn't mind, I was going to see if I could possibly pass on the eye. In fact, anybody here want to have mine? I will trade it for a piece of your pineapple because let's be real, your pineapple is like a whole new fruit compared to the pineapple I get at home. And we traded. Earlier in the week, we had had a discussion about ant meatballs. The women I was talking with felt so badly I wasn't there during the season when ant meatballs were served. I started out acting like I was kind of sad about it too, but it felt so disingenuous. And at some point I told them I had never had them, but they did not sound amazing to me. 
we talked about different foods we grow up with that seem wonderful to us, but less wonderful to people unfamiliar with them. I was trying to think of an example to give them, but I couldn't find one until one day I took a granola bar out of my backpack and opened it up. I offered them one also. They asked me what was in it. I said oats and almonds and a little peanut butter, a few chocolate chips. And with everything I added, the women became more and more animated. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. I asked if they wanted a taste of one to see if they liked it. They looked at me like I was crazy and put both hands out in front of them like, no, 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 no. I mean, it was like I was offering them ant meatballs or something. Yep. Sometimes food is good or not, depending on our exposure. There are more factors than our taste buds that determine how we perceive taste. Age is another factor because as we age, our taste buds don't regenerate. So an older person might end up with only about 5,000 working taste buds, which is why some foods might taste stronger to a younger person than an older one. And lest we forget, we can't give our taste buds all the credit. While our taste buds receive the signals, our brains interpret them and our brain determines whether or not we like the food. And lucky for us, our brains can be trained. These facts, coupled with my observation of my seven-year-old grandson, Anderson, have contributed to a deeper walk with God for me. I'd like to explain why. I've heard the verse, taste and see that the Lord is good before, and I agreed with it. In fact, I agreed with it so quickly, I didn't even need to give it much thought. Kind of like if someone said, the sky is blue or the grass is green. I don't need to break down all the scientific principles that have come into play to make those statements true in order to appreciate those facts. However, once a person does break down a statement into reasons why, it often leads to a greater appreciation of the statement itself, doesn't it? Let me read this verse in context. Then I'm going to interview Anderson. And I'll close by sharing how these verses can be even greater appreciated by all of us. Listen to these three verses from Psalm 34. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you as holy people. Fear the Lord for those who fear him lack nothing. The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Now I'm going to ask Anderson a few questions. He's here with me, and I didn't let him know any of them in advance so that we can just kind of talk about them unscripted. Are you ready, Anderson? Yeah. You think this is going to be kind of fun? Yeah. I kind of think so, too. I am wondering, first of all, what your daddy asks you to do when you try new foods in order to tell him if you like them or not. What symbol do you give your dad to tell him if you like the food or if you don't? Do you do like a thumbs up or what? what is it that you do when you taste something? Uh, I just say I like it. You just say you like it. Do you ever do like, because I saw you once doing like thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways. Yeah. Yeah, you do that sometimes because it's like it, don't like it. And what, what do thumbs sideways mean? Oh, uh, you kind of like you it. You kind of like it. Oh, that's a good idea. Do your mom and dad make you try the new foods or do you just like trying them? I just like trying them. Uh, do you remember being little and going like, oh, I don't want to try that ever? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you remember what that was for or no? Not really. No. I don't blame you. Also, I have a question. What? Has there ever been one food that surprised you that you liked that you didn't think that you would like? You know what no. I mean? It's like, oh, I don't think I'm going to like that. But then you gave it a try and you're like, oh, I guess I do like it. 
Do you remember ever having an experience like that? No. Mm, no, you don't? That's okay. Do you remember ever thinking, I think I'm going to love it, and then you tried it and you're like, ew, gross. Yeah. You do remember that? Can you remember a specific food or not really? Um, no. Not really? Okay, I have a question for you. Here's my question. Do you remember that you wanted to go to Baldemar for your birthday lunch last yeah. summer? Yep, your birthday is, when is your birthday? August 11th. August 11th, that's right. And you wanted to go to Baltimore, Baltimore in Roseville. And why did you want to go there? Because what's on their kids' menu that you wanted really badly? Do you remember? No. It was some kind of a fish. Shrimp? No. It was a pink fish. A salmon. Yes, yeah, salmon. And they had salmon on the kids' menu. And so you wanted to get that. Also, do you remember when we went to Mancini's a couple weeks ago for dinner? Yeah. That was a fancy dinner, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we got all dressed up. Do you remember what you wore? Yeah, a suit. Yeah, you wore a suit, and that was very fancy. And then, at first, they gave us just the grown-up menus before the kids' menus, and you were all set to order, and then you saw the kids' menus, and you were like, ooh. And you asked, can I order off the grown-up menu instead? Because do you remember what you saw on the grown-up menu that was not on the kids' menu at all? Walleye. Walleye, yes. It had walleye, and do you remember what the vegetable was with the walleye that night? You maybe don't. Oh. It was green. Green beans. Yes. And did you eat two of them or all of them? All of them. You ate them all up. Those were really, really good. Also, here's what I'm wondering. Do you remember on election day when we went in my car and we drove around and I said that you could choose any place you wanted to go and we would drive through there and then we would eat in the car and we would drive around and we would look at people voting? Do you remember when we did that? No. Not really? Hmm. Well, I remember. And do you know why? Because I said you can drive through and get any food you want to eat in the back of the car. And you know what you said? You didn't say you wanted to go to McDonald's. You didn't say you wanted to go to Chick-fil-A that day. White Castle? Nope, you didn't say White Castle. That's a good one, though, too. I know you like to go there with Papa, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, this time you wanted to go to a grocery store and buy something and bring a bowl a from my house. A shrimp cocktail. Yes, you wanted shrimp cocktail. Where Do you remember what grocery store you went to buy the shrimp at? Kowalski's. Yes, we went to Kowalski's and you got shrimp cocktail. I remember that. That was really good. And the reason why we were there is because we were together on Tuesdays in the fall, weren't we? Yeah. Because school was online and you would come to my house on Tuesdays just for fun so we could hang out a little bit more. Yeah. Do you remember also besides school, we did something else? We'd have school, but then what would I make up every Tuesday that we would do? A food challenge. A food challenge. And you loved food challenges, didn't you? Yeah. Do you remember one day we said, let's try ginger five ways? Yeah. Do you remember any of the ways that we tried them? Yeah. You, you think of one and I'll think of one. Okay, we'll see if we can get all five. What's one way you can remember we tried ginger? Ginger ale. Ginger ale, yes. I also remember we did freshly peeled ginger. Yeah. Yep, yep. Do you remember another one? Ginger pickles. Yes, ginger pickles. And I remember we did ginger snap cookies and gingerbread cake. There was one that you didn't love of those five things. What was the one you didn't love? Um, the ginger pickles. The ginger pickles, yeah. Those weren't that great. But you did like the fresh ginger. And we could say, oh, yeah, I can see how I can taste ginger in here. What else do you remember? remember when we made an angel food cake and we learned something interesting about what don't you do to the pan when you make an angel food cake? Grease it. You don't grease it. And why don't you grease it? Because um, at the end, to make it cool off, 
Yeah. Um, you had to flip it over on a bottle. Uh-huh. Oh, so what if we greased it? What would happen? It would fall. Right. That's right. That's very smart. Also, do you remember our cocktail sauce food challenge? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we bought a different couple of different kinds. I remember one time we bought two different kinds. One, they were called the shrimp sauce. The other called the cocktail sauce. But what did we discover about those two? They were the same. They were the same. And then we tried one thing that wasn't a cocktail sauce, but was good on shrimp. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Oh, what? Lemon butter sauce. Oh, lemon butter sauce. Yes, I had a little dill in it, too. That was good. I also remember when you were trying the cocktail sauces, one you tried, you went, hmm, this one sounds like it has more of this in it. I don't know if you remember what it was, but you said this one tastes like it has a lot more mm, tomatoes in it than the other one did. And then I looked at the ingredients, and you know what? What? You were exactly right. You were exactly right, and I thought that was pretty interesting that you could figure that out all on your own. Um, have you ever heard the word palate before? No. No. It's actually kind of like the roof of your mouth, but sometimes people say palate when they talk about your sense of taste. So like if I said, that person has a very refined palate, it might mean that they like really kind of fancy foods. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes people say, that person has a palate of a seven-year-old. And you know what they're thinking? What? They're thinking, oh, that person probably only likes pizza and chicken nuggets. But you're a seven-year-old. And you know what I think about you? What? I think you have a pretty refined palate, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you do like tasting new foods and trying new foods. Do you like cooking foods, too? Yeah. Is there anything specific you love to cook? Um. Like, is there anything your favorite that you think you like cooking? or? Yeah. What is that? Pancakes. Pancakes. Are you pretty good at those? Yeah. I bet you are. Here's what I think, Anderson. You've taught me something about that verse when I said, taste and see that the Lord is good. Because here's the thing. If you don't taste something, you're not going to know if you like it, right? Yeah. What if you were little and you're like, I don't even want to taste walleye. It's a fish. I don't feel like tasting a fish. Would you know if you liked it or not? No. No. But if you try it, then you know. But here's something also interesting. Did you know that anytime we find out something about God, that's what we mean when we say taste and see that God is good. Did you know every single time we find out something about God, there's never going to be a time when we're going to be like, ew, I don't like that very much about God. Every time we find out something about him, we're going to like it. I'm going to look back at these verses just one more time, and I'm going to talk about them one last time before we say goodbye to everybody, okay? This is quick. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. The Lord is good. And when we find our safety in him, we are blessed. The Lord, not our circumstances, offer us safety. The Lord, not our intellect, offers us safety. The Lord, not our bank account, offers us safety. The Lord is good. And when we see that, we can run to him for refuge. He offers us safety, comfort, peace, and understanding. He knows us, he sees us, he loves us, and we can be safe with him. The next verse says, Fear the Lord, you his holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. This kind of reminds me of Psalm 23, 1, where it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. We are told that if we fear God, which means defer to him with awe and respect, mingled with affection, if we allow him to lead us, our needs will be met. We are told that his holy people will lack nothing. Are you his holy people? What on earth does that mean, right? Holy. 
I mean, I am certain I've never used that to describe myself when meeting a new person before. Hi, I'm Kirsten. I live in St. Paul. I have four original kids. They got married, gifting us with more kids, and then they had kids, and I love football and shoes. Oh, and I'm holy. But I am. I'm holy to God. Holy means set apart. It means reserved for a religious purpose. Oh, so that is me. When I received the gift of salvation offered to me from Jesus and I gave him my life, I was made holy. So what does this verse say about holy people again, in case we forgot? It says the holy people will lack nothing. But wait again. What does this mean? Because if you ask me, there are some things in my grocery list. I have some things in my to-do list. I have a few places I'd still like to go and people I'd like to meet and experiences I'd like to have. But this verse says I'll lack nothing. Oh, wait a minute. I do have what I need. I have all I need for life and godliness. In fact, I even have the ability to differentiate between what are needs and what are wants. So that when God chooses to bless me with some of those wants, above and beyond meeting all my needs, I can thank him even more. That's pretty amazing. And finally, I see that none of this depends on me. It all depends on him. Did you see the last verse that said, the lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Hey, the strong have limits. In Bible times, the lion would have been seen as emblematic of the strongest of all. The psalmist said, even that, even the lion has needs. He's weak, he's hungry, but we see that those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Why not? Because the Lord is good. He's inherently good. He is not just doing good. He's not just acting good. He is good. Seek the Lord and you're seeking good. And then once you've tasted and seen that, you will want more. No more kids menus. No more chicken nuggets if there's a salmon dinner available. No more one kind of this if there are more to be tried. And the best thing of all is every taste, every time is good. He will never disappoint. He will never fail. He will never not measure up to our wildest imaginations or our biggest hopes. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Don't just take that at face value. Anderson, by watching you taste things, do you know what I've learned? No. That tasting is a good thing to do because without tasting, you'll never find out the good thing. You're a good teacher. So even when you're at my house and I was supposed to be teaching you school, guess what? What? You were teaching me, weren't you? Mm -hmm. Are you a pretty smart guy? Yeah. Are you really, really smart? Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty amazing, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're very amazing. All of us, let's actively taste this week. Let's actively see that the Lord is good. 